everyone and welcome to the Aura. In case you've just come across Aura, Aura is a platform designed to help siblings who have been touched by special needs to connect and share stories and feel less alone. Today we meet Georgia. She joins the Aura to speak about her sister Rosie who has Williams syndrome and autism. I'm going to give Georgia a ring now and welcome her to the Aura. Georgia, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Good, you're looking very well. You're like being on holiday. Very jealous. Thanks. I, mean, I think the backgrounds are really helping to kind of look like I have. <laughs> look like I'm on a beach right now. <laughs> we'll be able to see that because I'm going to post a little video snippet. You look very tropical. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It means a lot. So Georgia and I went to uni together. Um, and like many people who I've spoken to, who I knew already, we never spoke about our siblings, which is very interesting. Um, and so just tell me about your sister, her name, um, and your family, really. Yeah, so I, my older sister, Rosie, has got um, Williams syndrome. So it's like a developmental disorder. Um, it basically means she's got like an intellectual disability and learning problems. Um, so she's 30, she turned 30 in April. And then I've got two other sisters, so that I'm one of four girls, my poor dad, honestly. <laughs> um, and so she's the oldest. And then, so she was diagnosed with Williams syndrome at like the age of two. Um, and then about, about like a few years ago, two or three years ago, um, she was diagnosed with autism as well, um, which was actually quite crazy because like, obviously she's 30 and we were like, oh my God, like such a late kind of yeah and I think it's just because a lot of the characteristics of like autism that we kind of realized that she had we just assumed were characteristics that came from her Williams syndrome um so we were very much like oh wow this is quite quite a surprise sort of thing but it's been great and obviously it's always good to know um you know more and then be able we can actually help like tackle you know, like work best with her and how to like approach situations better and stuff. And so Williamson um, actually heard of it. So what actually, so what are the kind of symptoms, like, well, not symptoms, but the characteristics of it? So um, how I'd like best describe it is she um, is honestly the most social person you will ever meet like she loves speaking to people she loves hugging people she loves kissing people like yesterday it was actually the first time I saw her um since March because she lives in a supported living so there she does like gardening and um, life skills and learns basically how to like look after herself and stuff um and she usually goes there and comes back every weekend and sees us um and then comes back for holidays and stuff but obviously because of coronavirus um they have to be really careful about letting people in because there's loads of people who are vulnerable who live there um and so they let us come visit yesterday and we were doing like two meter um like air kisses and air hugs and she was like completely obsessed by it we have to do like a handshake every time we see her And like, it was like doing the handshake, like in the air, like about 30 air kisses. Um, but it was so nice to see her, so great to see her. Um, and I'm sure she was happy to see people. Um, but yeah, so it's like very, very much like she's so sociable. Um, but it basically means like she has trouble like learning. She's got a learning difficulty and she kind of 
probably has um, the mental age of maybe a seven-year-old, um, and she's and she's thirty. So she's like re- the way she speaks is very clear, and you can always hear exactly what she's saying. Um, but she's like kind of maybe speaking about topics that you know a seven-year-old would. Um, but yeah, she's just a gem. We love her. She's great. <laughs> that's exactly to be honest. That's what Josh is obviously younger. He's nineteen. But he, yeah. yeah, mentally, he's honestly like a six-year-old, really. Um, and I don't yeah. know if that would change. But I mean, then he kind of surprises us. And then sometimes he would say something like he'd copy like what we'd say. Like if he gets really angry, sometimes he'd say like, oh, like, like, shut up. you like, or like, shut the fuck up. And we'd be like, oh, yeah. where's that come from? Like, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. And it really kind of weirds you out because you're like, oh my God, Josh, you're like literally like an eight-year-old most of the time. And then suddenly you just, so it's, it's weird that sometimes, because obviously he's 19, he can swear, you know, obviously we don't encourage it and we don't swear normally, but you know, he, you pick up stuff like that, don't you? But it's, um, yeah. he's been watching this. Um, have you ever seen Celebrity SAS? I oh, I love it. That. I love it. Oh my God. Rosie's absolutely obsessed with it. And like, <laughs> we're on the phone to her the other day and she started like, um, when she was like shouting, she has like episodes where she gets a bit like angry and like she's like shouting and she was on the phone to my mum and she said something that was sounded so weird, like almost as if she's like interrogating someone. <laughs> my mum was like, where the hell did she get this from? And then she was like, I've been watching Celebrity SAS and we we're well, like, that, that explains yeah. it. Because <laughs> they watch TV that obviously they are technically allowed to watch, but then they pick up things like that, like interrogation techniques, which obviously... It really confuses you because you're like, what? Fair enough, though, you know. Fair enough. I mean, wow. And so, so I I still don't, I don't know if I'm just being really slow, but so is it kind of like, it has similar characteristics as autism then? So that's why she didn't get diagnosed. So, sorry, essentially, so she, William syndrome, the way I describe, so she basically has like one less chromosome. um, And the way it's like, the way I say it to some people is like it's quite similar to Down syndrome, but also very different. Mm. But it like affects your bodies in different ways. But she is like physically able. Um, people can often have like heart problems from it. Um, mm. But the majority of like her it's like kind of characteristics that come with it, and it's just like being really overly friendly and overly trusting, which of course can be like dangerous at times. Um, so very much like she needs support. Like she lives in supported living. When she lived with us, like she'd never be able to live on her own sort of thing. Um, but basically, like a couple of years ago, when she got diagnosed with autism, she's basically always been really obsessed with. Um, various different things so like she gets re- she's really musical and that's another trait that comes from her Williams syndrome mm-hmm. like people like people with Williams syndrome love music like mm-hmm. really really love it um so we kind of thought her obsession with music kind of came from that but then she was also really obsessed with stuff like perfume like she's like mm-hmm. obsessed with perfume. she can like she'd hug my friends and she'd be like mm, Jay Malone no you're way. wearing Jay Malone I'm Basla Mandarin and you'd be like you need a job in the perfume shop. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, she's, like, so, like, her smell, she's just so good at, like, sen- like sensing things. Like, she knows exactly what perfume it is. Um, she's got, like, an obsession with, like, bangles. She's got, like, an obsession with people. And it was kind of when we realised that she had these, like, really kind of strong obsessions. Mm-hmm. I think she was, like, in a session, like, with... um one of the psychiatrists in um, her supported living and they kind of were like oh maybe it's actually 
autistic traits um and that's when we kind of realized that, that that's what it was as well so that's where her kind of autistic side comes comes through a bit i guess autism like it just can manifest in so many different ways there's such a spectrum isn't there so i think that's why it was kind of quite hard to like see it in the first place sort of thing wow. but yeah interesting josh is literally the same there's so many similarities like josh like was obsessed with watches doors gates like anything for years he would just become obsessed and just you couldn't walk down the street without him like opening and closing every gate that you walked past or grabbing people's wrists to look at watches like it was it was a lot um so i think yeah the obsession thing is i can definitely relate to that but but rosie gets like really obsessed with um people sometimes like so obsessed to the extent that she is like she is a cunning lady like I'm telling you like I remember she became really obsessed with one of our family friends um so obsessed that she was like I need to call her like called her like 100 called her like 105 times and we were like Rosie no like (laughs) come on give her some space but then we like took the number away we're like look you can only call her once a month sort of thing and then she like Honestly, she's so resourceful. She went on like the university page and she knew this girl went to and she wrote on the Facebook page, she went, hello, I won't say the name of the girl, but hi, do you have her phone number? I'm trying to find her. And obviously like if your friend, I don't know about you, like imagine at Bristol, someone had written on the wall, like, hi, what's Gabby Jones's number? And it was like, it was so funny. And there's so many comments and likes of people being like, oh, we've got an admirer. And I was like, no, just my sister. That's so funny kind of increased independence as well like as they get older and if they do have social media it's kind of it's it's a hard one to kind of navigate isn't it because yeah I I think you need to kind of make sure you keep like a a BDI on Rosie because she will send messages to everyone and anyone but you know people love messages Josh is loving WhatsApp at the moment yeah yeah loves it just but he, he he started like boy um sending video like videos basically to people like of him like sunbathing in the garden with like a lolly and being like hi i'm just sunbathing it's like, just... living the high life though i, high life. I know <laughs> it's just i mean it's fine he mainly does it to like my boyfriend and my friends but it's just <laughs> it's like you just you know, it could be someone you don't want you know like an old friend that you don't speak to that like, he's still got yeah, the yeah. you know and it's like oh like stop i know I know it's so funny and like of, obviously like often it's like people that we're good yeah. friends with it's lovely because she just literally loves to see them and she, I don't really know what it is that like triggers an obsession like it could be literally like someone who's not even that friendly and she's like I love them and you're like why they obsess with me like, yeah, <laughs> come on. something you're like why do you like them so much yeah, why come on <laughs> get rid he calls he calls Giles my boyfriend um, his best friend which just really gets me I'm just like oh, stop oh my God. he doesn't so have that many friends and he, you know he goes to school but I just don't think he really like it's like there's something missing in his brain that kind of links like keeping friendships I don't really know how to explain it but like he talked to people at school, but he doesn't like text them. If you know what I mean. So did he go to a? Um, did he school? go to a school like a mainstream school, or did no, he go no, no. to? Josh is quite no. autistic. He um, is he has oral dyspraxia, so he sounds different, um, mm-hmm. and he he could never live on his own. Um, he still lives with my parents, 
um, mm. who look after him full time. But I think that's also where I came up with this because I'm the only sibling. Um, so it kind of mounted a lot of pressure on me just to, as to what I'm going to do if they can no longer look after him, basically. Um, yeah. And that's what made me come up with this, um, really. Um, and yeah, so he lives at home. He goes to a special needs school. He's going to a new school in September, which would be nice. But yeah, he, he's very, it's so hard to explain because he understands everything you say, but he just doesn't have that independence and he still has moments where he's like, gets frustrated and shouts and... Well, it must be like, especially with like oral dyspraxia, like it must be so difficult because he probably knows exactly what he wants to say yeah. in his head and it's just so frustrating for it to then, exactly. you know, be so difficult to get out, um, which I think like, it's so like, you can have so many different like, spectrums of like I know someone like your brother Josh like that must be so frustrating but I feel like someone like Rosie she's like really like I think she's really doesn't feel frustrated about the fact that she can't communicate as another like someone who another 30 year old would um because she's kind of just in her own world and she's like yeah you know and so she doesn't get frustrated like that because it's quite like um intense her like intellectual like disability so it must be so frustrating for Josh to like you know well he is try and... the thing like he, he it's not like he's like us inside and can't get it out he mm. very much like is quite autistic um mm. but it's, he's so hard to describe because there are so many things that like you know he'd go and make me like a barocca and be like oh you hung over but then he wouldn't understand a lot of things so it's it's kind of like a bit of a minefield I don't really know how to explain Josh but he's definitely gotten so much better from what he used to be like. Like he was so naughty when I was younger. Um, and yeah, he's so much better. I mean, growing up, I definitely, definitely found it hard. I mean, did you, I, did you kind of struggle? Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, um, well, she, Rose was the old, oldest. So I think mm. it must be different because you were, you're the oldest and mm. like I guess you had a, a few years where you like didn't have a, brother around yeah but I like so I just like was constantly like just been used to her being around but it was so difficult like there were times when you know Rosie's just yelling because if mm. things don't go her way and she doesn't understand it you know then she's going to be shouting and yelling and um and like there were you know big shouting matches like majority of the, like majority of the time um I think like especially with some of my sisters sometimes when you're younger it's kind of the whole oh I want to invite my friends around but I don't want Rosie to start shouting sort of thing um, which yeah which I think is like such a normal thing I think so many people who have siblings with any sort of kind of um learning disability or physical or mental disability like there is that just because when you're younger you're so you know obsessed with like appearing normal and like my family's great and da, da, da. and it's like really every family has got you know every family's different and at the end of the day like all of my friends are absolutely obsessed with Rosie probably prefer Rosie to me like yes honestly. I have that too <laughs> but like when you're younger you just get you know a little bit embarrassed I remember actually when I was really young I, I was really young. I was probably like primary school. I invited a girl back to my house mm-hmm. and she came in and I was quite like a, a cocky child. So I never really minded that much about Rosie. I was like, oh God, just come around. It's fine. 
And she came around and she just saw my sister. And because she looks like, she does look like she's got a disability. Like people who've got Williams syndrome all look quite, have similar facial um, features, like gappy teeth mm-hmm. and a turned up nose and stuff. Um, she saw Rosie and Rosie said something like, hello, in like a bellowing <laughs> voice. And this girl just ran to the end what? of my garden crying. I was oh, like, what? I need to go home. She was so young. So she just had never you know, had to encounter someone different to her, like her. Wow. And she was just sat in my Wendy house at the end of the garden. My mum had to call her mum and her mum had to come pick her up. Can you embarrass her? Can you imagine how embarrassed her mum must have been? Like, I know, and it's fine. And like, it obviously happens like when you're young, like, like I don't know about you, but like so many like people when we were younger, like little toddlers kind of like stare at Rosie like that. And you're like, Oh, but it's just because if you're not used to it, used to someone who's different, then, you know, you are going to look, you are going to stare. I think, yeah, kids for sure. I mean, you would have no idea. Like if that was the first time they'd seen someone with Williams syndrome, then obviously yeah. it's just such a, and also for you as well, like even you wouldn't even realise it, but you would have been slightly like, oh my God, what's, oh my, God, my yeah. sister? You know, because you're in that yeah. bubble of just, you know, your sister's normal to you, you know, and she is normal in many ways, but I guess to someone else, it's like, I see, but even that like, I remember seeing like adults look at Josh in like an annoying way and it really used to get to me because I'd just be like, you have no idea. Like, don't look at my brother like that. Um, or they just think he was really naughty and like my parents were bad parents. Oh um, yeah, Honestly, I remember my mom telling me a story about when she was um, younger and Rosie was like a toddler and yeah. Rosie had a huge tantrum in the middle of like the road or something. It was just like rolling around, screaming, crying. Yeah, rolling around, screaming. And people, and someone walked past her and went, control your child. And <gasps> my mom was like, you just don't understand. Like, you just don't understand. You can't say things like that when you just really don't understand that like, you know, it's just, I don't know. I was like, that is just ridiculous. If you're an adult oh, and doing this, Oh my God, that would literally... Because that's the thing, it's like... Because they don't look like... I mean, it's just not always that apparent that they have a disability. Of course not. Yeah, well, yeah, it can be like completely invisible. And that's why you just need to always be, you know, careful. Honestly, though, but... I um, noticed a lot... This sounds really judgmental, but like, you can tell a lot by someone's character by how they act with your sibling. Have you noticed that? I can tell how, like, kind a person is by how they act with him. Because some people people can be really, like... And they can't help it. I'm not judging them at all. They just, you know... But some people, I've noticed, can be very cold and, like, very, like, keep their distance. And it's like, you know... Yeah. I think there's, like, a really big difference. Because, like, you can... Sometimes there's just people who are quieter and shy. But, like, you can still see, like the way that they interact with Rosie is just like really caring and really like actually really intrigued by her and like asking her questions. And like when you, I know like when you meet someone who's just like a bit like disregarding of her, I'm like bad person. Because <laughs> I always do that. I'm like, oh, they're not a good person. They're not a good person. And yeah. it, I do think it's true. I just think it, you, you've got to have quite a big heart to be able to understand like, disability really um yeah no of course of course does she like enjoy does she have any hobbies like does is there anything that she really enjoys doing well I know I mentioned earlier that she loves music god she literally loves singing so much really? like, she like 
it's right now her obsession's All Saints. She loves it. She calls me up every day and she goes, Georgia, who's your favourite All Saints um, member? And I'm like, oh, and she just loves, she's playing never, ever, never, ever, like on repeat. Um, but she also has like Spice Girls. I've like, I'm notoriously bad with like song lyrics. Um, but I am really good with Spice Girls lyrics simply because Rosie would just bang them out when we were younger. <laughs> like, honestly, she loves the Spice Girls. So she has like obsessions like that and yeah. she's like, and it, like she really likes football, which is a bit of a new obsession. Um, wow. So she like really likes Chelsea Football Club. Stop. Which like, I know, which is so funny because my dad is like a huge Oxford United fan. Really? Who are like, League one, really small team. And he's like desperate for just any of us to be Oxford United fans, like desperate. Like he got me a season ticket when I was younger and then after like a few years, I was like, I was like, dad, like, sorry. And then Rosie's like, I love football. And he was like, great. And she was like, but I support Chelsea. And he was like, Christ, I died. Um, but yeah, no, so she loves football. Like she like likes watching that. Um, her other interests, like she just... Honestly, she just likes to chill. She loves, she's on YouTube all day, every day. Like, yeah, it's so funny. Once it like came downstairs and I thought like an alarm was going off in my house. I was like, oh my God, like, is it a smoke alarm, a fire alarm? Like, what is it? Came down and Rosie was just listening to like fire alarm bells on YouTube. I was like, Rosie, you all right there? She was like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like yeah, don't mind me. I, know. I love that. And so she comes home every weekend, doesn't she? yeah so she comes home usually every Sunday um and we have like a big roast but she like loves so she moved to her supported living like god I really don't know but maybe like five years ago four years ago so she lived at home with you until then so she lived at home with us she went to a school um for people with mental disabilities um and like you can board there but she didn't she'd like go there maybe once a week Mm. Like, like a Wednesday just to kind of give my parents like a bit of a break because mm. I mean having a having a daughter with William syndrome as well as having three children mm. younger than that I think it must have been very very like tough yeah. on my parents I, I can understand it must be like such a kind mm. of stress because I know one of the reasons why I'm one of four girls is because my parents were like when it gets to the point where um they pass away like who's going to look after Rosie and now I've got like a couple of my sisters that I can kind of share the mm. um, care with. Mm. Um, but kind of I think... Did this no as well. Like we're like indirectly kind of creating like a little community, you know, like in four years time, I could text you and be like, Georgia, like help me, you know? Well, yeah. Whereas I think I didn't have that before. Um, so that definitely helps, I think. Yeah, no, well... And also, I think that is so good because it's just like even sharing experiences and just knowing that other people um, have gone through similar things is just always going to help yeah. so much. If Do you have any kind of like tips or like coping mechanisms for anyone that you've kind of developed growing up that you can share with people? I think I'd just say like, I think I'd just say similar to what we were just saying. Like, I think talk about it mm. and speak to people like whether it's just friends or family um if you are having a hard time at home um and things yeah things are getting tough then like reach out to people and if you don't feel comfortable speaking to friends or family then there are so many mm. you know things online like stuff like this that you've created which is amazing um 
I'm sure there are so many charities. I know there's stuff like Young Carers when I was younger. I was like a classified young carer. Like you can find so many different things. I think it's just speaking about it and knowing that you're not alone and that there are people who want to help. Um, I think that's the best thing to do mm. and just kind of understand that really. It's completely right. I didn't speak about it for about 20 years. So definitely, I think, I mean, I was talking to some people. Um, I have this thing called Smaller Aura and the kids are like 14 and they're yeah. just openly speaking about it. And it's so admirable and impressive. Yeah. And I yeah. just wish I could have been like that at 14. But yeah. Um, yeah better <laughs> late than never. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, it's been super, super interesting to hear your story and to actually just talk about it. Um, can't believe we went to uni and just didn't even. I know. Like, crazy. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. But um, yeah, and let's stay in touch. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It was so nice to talk. So nice. See you later. Bye. 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 I hope you enjoyed this podcast and if you're listening and are touched by special needs we would love to hear from you. Please get in contact at jointheaura at gmail.com.